Oh, hello. It's been too long. Tell me, where are you right now? I'll meet you at last time on the incursional party. Thuff kind of gets real close up to Shaft. His face is pretty close, to, and you kind of feel his goblin-y gross breath on your cheek. Small one, wait, wake up. King says wake up. Ah. Ah. Isabella? Okay, so you uh, travel about like four or five miles here in, in, a, in, a, in an hour and a half-ish. And I think we're going to have to kick some of you guys off mic again. So if everybody but Falzerin could quote-unquote leave the room. So the, the lack of walls around the city it makes it much harder to defend against you know these rumored attacks. Um, that you've yet to really see full evidence of, but like this is clearly, clearly a reaction to what's happening. As you've seen, like these makeshift, like like you know, like those spiky barricades that are kind of set up. The problem is things are still happening. So ten minutes casting time is a long time. So we'll see yeah. what happens in ten minutes, and I will figure out what <laughs> Isabel's good step luck is. <laughs> <laughs> Do stay in touch as your adventure continues. Essentially what I'm trying to do is find out if she's in Goldham, what mm-hmm. she's doing, if she's talking to some anything else that I can find out. Because this, this floating sphere will allow me to see and hear her, correct? Yeah, the hear is a good part, because I think in previous editions it was like just seeing. Uh, so you can see and hear as if you were there. Sensor moves with the target remaining 10 feet for the duration, which is, uh, let's see, 10 minutes. So the duration is 10 minutes or the casting time is 10 minutes? Both. Casting time is 10 minutes and the duration is 10 minutes. And I have to concentrate on it. Falzrin, you're going you're gonna to stick with me make sure I feel better? Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on you. He's going to kill you. Right. No, I'm just kidding. So I sit, I sit down with you and I, I'm going to let you know that I've had this issue from time to time where I don't, I, I can start feeling sort of sick. And uh, so I was taught this this little ritual type thing to, to make this sickness sort of subside. And and I'm going to uh, sit here and, and take about 10 minutes and sort of do some, this little chant that I do to make myself feel better. I don't want the others to really know that this is an issue. It's it's it's, it's not anything serious if I just do this every once in a while. I mean, I've only known you guys for a couple of weeks, so I don't you don't know everything about my past. If you don't want the rest of the the rest of the people to know about the shaft, uh, your secret's safe with me. Thanks, man. Okay, and I start my little ritual. Shaft is a demon. Okay, so falls are you just sitting with Shaft while he does this then? Every two weeks, he needs to do a ritual. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay close by. And um, kind of keep watch while he's doing this. And Brennan goes there. What are you guys doing? When I picture Shaft doing a ritual, I picture Betty White like dancing around the fire pit at in the movie The Proposal. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Oh man, it's a funny no, scene. But- I hope somebody out there listening knows what I'm talking about. Where she starts <laughs> s- waving her hand side to side. To the window, to the walls, and she's there. Anyway, okay. It's a lot less animated than that, but uh, <laughs> he'll take it as a compliment. Uh, I want to continue to do a better search, since I didn't do a very good search last time. Cause I was just going to say, what you do, Bryn? What you look for? I'm looking for, like, evidence. Uh, you know, maybe there's a dead animal, like paw or part or a whole one would be nice one of these insectoids like laying around under rubble and then we can identify what we're up against i'm gonna take thuft and put him down and say thuft help uh sure yes yes king i I can do that so you want to send him into the rubble yep isn't he barely alive yep (laughs) okay Okay, so he moves in, and, you know, he has even maybe a little more difficulty than Bryn, but he's just kind of kind of mimic the path that Bryn took, and 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the rope tied around him again. Too. Oh, you saw the rope around. Okay, so he can get about twenty feet from you then, right? It's a fifty foot rope, so. Oh, okay. So you're just gonna let it out that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have goes. it wrapped around my hand and slowly let it out so that if he falls or something, I can quickly grab it. Okay. I was gonna say, Leland, I don't think Bryn's gonna move very far, but she might move like five, ten feet just to a different vantage point since she didn't see much the last time. Okay, so again, Thuft is mimicking you, Bryn, so he's kind of being like sneaky and trying to mimic right. you as good as he can. And he gets up there, and you know, some loose rocks maybe tumble a little bit, but he's he seems pretty steady on his feet for having just been impaled by a. <laughs> <laughs> So you and him uh, are gonna are gonna kind of look around again, trying to find parts of, like insect insect parts. Yeah, any kind of animal that maybe was slowed down by this, or any reason, any evidence of what caused this, like. Okay, so you and Thuff can both do a, another perception check here. Eleven, not much better than last time. Thuft Thuff gets a fourteen, and so he kind of. He's oh, Thuff Thuff sees something. Look look at this. I go look over at this, and, Bryn. I go over and look at what he's pointing he at. Kind of lifts up this this you know like maybe uh, five or ten pound stone. Kind of pushes it aside. Look look what I found. And he holds up like a, a broken piece of like a sword. Look shiny shiny. Look. Uh, I will I will take the sword and and look at it. Does it? No, it's like it's like a it's a piece of like a like a broken piece of a blade. So there's not even a hilt. Oh, it's okay. literally like like maybe like a six inch. Is there section. anything that I can identify by looking at it? No, it, it's really just like it drew his okay. eye, like as he's. Okay. But um, he doesn't really see anything else other than rock, though. Okay. Good stuff. And I don't either. I don't notice anything because the last time my perception no. was lower, and I noticed. Yeah. The rubble was sunken, but. Yeah, so again, you still see that same kind of culvert. Um, and Thoth actually notices that too. Is that kind of like earthquakey type thing? Like the ground itself was? Um, okay, why don't you make me a nature check? Not going to be very good at that. Yeah, three. <laughs> you, yeah, you've really not, you actually, you've never really experienced like an earthquake before. Uh, so you're not really sure what, why like this particular section would be a little like sunk in it or, or what's going on okay so how long are you guys gonna spend here shaft how long are you gonna be sitting kind of doing your ritual thing here is everyone waiting for shaft yeah oh if gozer's waiting then i guess i will i wouldn't mind moving on if gozer was coming with me but i intend to wait by shaft until he's feeling better and done with this little ritual thing he has to do it's ten minutes. We'll let Thuff play in the rubble for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to continue to like just the edge of the rubble there, like get in get in there and like wait. Like I'm impatient. Like further in? Yeah, like I'll move my little girl. Can I go like right there? Sure. Uh you just moving normally or are you still Maintaining stealth, stealth? Stealth as far as, like, I'm trying not to dislodge the rubble and kill myself. So you moved all the way through the rubble to where it's no more rubble. Yeah, I want, I want to get to the other side. Like, I want to get in. But wait. So you're not being stealthy. You're just being careful. Uh, I'll be stealthy. Okay, <laughs> I'm always me, being me, stealthy. <laughs> roll me a stealth check, then. I need to change dice. That was a bad roll last time. Oh, uh, critical fail. But I mean, I have I have Brent a plus I have a plus seven to stealth. So does that make it an eight? Uh, critical fail. We were, <laughs> we're playing that critical fail as a fail. So you actually make it about. So remember, this is difficult terrain. So you actually, even with your thirty feet, uh, thirty-five feet of movement, you can only make it about two or three squares here. But you make oh. it ten feet, and you kind of step on a, a loose a loose chunk, and it just skitters out from underneath and kind of like clacks down the side of this side of this rubble pile and you hear kind of this rumbling beneath you. Of course. As two of these large chitinous like ant looking things 
pop up, burrowed up from the rubble below you. Oh, perfect. They're going to help clear the rubble so we can get through more easily. Clearly drawn by, by your vibrations. As, as you Up until now, you guys have been very careful kind of stepping through this, this rubble. I was careful. I just... Let's, uh, let's roll initiative. Uh, I need a new dice. 15 for Falzer. 13. 15 for Gozer. Would you like me to roll even though I'm not going to be in this combat at this point? If you're... Well, I'll put you in just in case you want to jump in. Well, how long okay. has it been? I would say it's been maybe five minutes. And it certainly hasn't been ten minutes. You guys have been... It doesn't doesn't take you ten minutes to, to move 30 feet even in this rubble, right? So, but I'll be generous and say it's been five minutes. My initiative's a five. <laughs> Are you not able to stop the ritual in the middle of it, Shaft, if you want? I, I, I could, but I'm concentrating on what I'm doing. And I, all I hear is what? Well, I, I imagine you hear Bryn say, oh, shit. And the 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 sound of rubble shifting and, and moving, and you feel this slight rumble as well. Uh, okay, I'm not going to do anything yet. Oh, crap, you guys. <laughs> okay, so... Keep in mind, again, this is difficult terrain in your movement, so you're moving at half speed, basically. Not if you have the ring of jumping. You could attempt to, to jump, yeah. So both of these uh, little, these ant things, so they're they're a little less like ant, they're like a mix between like triceratops and ants. They got this big, like, like finned head, and of course it's like this chitinous like exoskeleton, right? Uh, with these large pincers probably like two foot pincers as these are large creatures they're huge and they both kind of rear on on Bryn and try to take a bite out of her their initiative is above mine it is oh that sucks so one hits you for a 21 and the other critically fails breaking off one of its pincers so the one that hits you deals five slashing damage and one acid damage. And you are grappled as it grabs you in its front, like, four claws. What does acid damage do? Does it, it's like... just a, again, it's, a, it's just a damage type. Oh, okay. It's, it really, like it's really due to resistances me. and... It no. makes you go, ow. And the second one is not quite close enough to hit his buddy, but he does uh, inflict damage on itself. Gives it, it hurts itself for six piercing. And four acid for two itself. Okay, uh, Falzerin. Or actually, Falzerin and Gozer, you both can decide who wants to act first. Gozer, I think it makes most sense for you to be an initiative ahead of me. Okay, so is Thuft, like, the rubble would be higher than where I am, right? Yeah, it's kind of this slight incline up. But uh, Thuft is not in currently engaged with, with this uh, and kegs, or what they're called. I'm going to pull Thuft back to me. Okay. Give me a a strength check. Six. Uh, Okay, I'd say you you pull him. Yeah, that's not really. That's barely enough. I guess he only weighs like fifty pounds, probably. So you pull him. um, You pull him about five feet, and but you pull him like prone though. So he's like. Okay. Kind of tumbling over. And I'm gonna move a little closer to him too. Okay. I'm gonna climb just into the rubble a little bit. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up next to where he is, so I'll be in right right with him, so I can put him behind me. Okay. Anything with your bonus action? No, because if I rage now, I won't be attacking or being attacked before the end of my turn, and right, right, it'd right. be wasted. Wasted. So, um, the only other thing I could do with a bonus action would be move farther, I guess. But... Come, uh, help, come help me. Okay, I'll move up. No, you, you can't do that with a bonus action. No. Oh, your well, action your action was to pull him, right? And then you moved. Yeah. Your, your bonus action currently for you, you can only raise with your bonus okay, action. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I'm just move a little past where Thuff was so I can be a little closer to Bryn, but... Yeah, you can get And it. then that'll be it. Bryn's like, Gozer, get your butt over here! Falzern, you're up. Can I untie Thuff from the rope with my bonus action? Uh, no. Okay, well, I will just drop the rope then. So yeah, I'm not you holding... can drop it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not holding on to it anymore. 
So Falzern, you have, you can see Gozer and Thuft uh, kind of at the crest of this this pile of rubble. Yeah. And you can't quite see Bryn, but you can definitely see the tops of these ankegs is they're they're very big. And you know, it's 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 not like a huge it's not like a 20-foot pile of rubble, right? But Okay. Um, so they they would uh, they'd have pro- they probably have partial cover from where you were standing. I plan on moving. Um it looks like if I move up into the, slightly to the left of where Thuft and Gozer are, there's going to be a building that I run into. The building on the left there, eventually. Is that right? Yep. Will that be obstructing my view at all if I run if I move up right directly to the left of Thuft? Uh, no. You'll you'll be kind of uh, the the structure would kind of be right on your left, and you would have a a line of sight onto this uh, first ankeg here. You're wanting to cower behind Gozer, would, basically? Would I? Because that's what it looks like. Would I? So I can see the first one. Can I see the second one from that vantage point? Yeah, like I said, you can see you can okay. see both of them from where from where they are. But. And would that help uh, prevent them from having the partial cover if I get up there? If you move up closer, yeah, that would that would take away the partial cover. So I'm I'm gonna move there. Um, so right up, basically to the left of Thuft kind of in between Thuft and this building on the left-hand side where this rubble starts. Would you say that those two NKEGs are relatively in line of each other from me? No. No. Hmm. You can't... So, so okay, so the way that works, like on the grid, right? Basically, you... You can't draw, like, a straight line from you between you and both of them, right? Yeah. yeah. You could from you to Gozer to Bryn, but not... Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, but he doesn't want to hit Gozer or Bryn. Let's hope not. I'm like thinking whatever he casts, I don't yeah. want to be Roll in... carefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with the tried, tested, and true chromatic orb. Um, now, these are insectoid, um, kind of like giant ants with pincers. You know, fire has never failed me before. Let's use fire. You're targeting the closest one to you? I'm going to hit the one that's sort of to the left of Bryn, almost kind of between me and Bryn. Sure. The one that's like 10 feet from Gozer. Yeah. So that is an 8 to hit. That is a miss. Ouch. And uh, then to Bryn. And they already took their turn, right? So I don't have advantage. Yeah, that's right. How far can I move with my dash action? Again, that's difficult terrain. So if you're in the rubble, you move at half speed. Oh, sorry. I can't dash if I disengage, right? So I'd have to disengage. You can, no, so actually you can dash for your main action and use your cunning action to disengage as a bonus action. No, I was trying but to... But you wouldn't get an attack. Yeah, I was trying to also attack. Um, They're both engaged to me? They are, yeah. Can I di- use cunning action to disengage for both? Yep, you absolutely can. Okay, um, am I able to disengage and move as far as my normal movement and then attack with my longbow? hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. That's that would be that would be a good idea. That's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, I'll kind of move more like straight back as far as I can. You can determine that, and then uh. Well, again, so you move thirty-five feet, so half that basically, right? You can move three squares in this difficult terrain. I'm back there, disengaged. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And let's go for. Uh, I'm gonna target Ankeg number two, basically the one that you have here on the right, like furthest away from Gozer. Okay, yeah, that was the one that uh, hurt itself with its critical fail. Oh, yeah, so it's let's, already injured. let's get that guy. All right. 15? That hits. Okay. That's part of the battle. Yes, I rolled an eight. So, 11. Okay, thuffed. So, uh, Gozer, you didn't really say anything to thuffed, right? No. As, as far as what's to do. So no. Thuft is, uh, he's not going to run away from his king, but he's going to more move, kind of just steps to Gozer's right and pulls out his short bow and just kind of looses an arrow at at this first one here. Oh, he critically hits. Woo. Yay, Thuft. He's such a good boy. Smacks <laughs> it for eight damage. And, uh... So shaft then at the bottom of the order. So with uh, with what I'm doing, I'm just I can still act, I assume, right? Because it's no different than any other ritual. 
Well, okay, if it's... I'm gonna say no. That's kind of what you're gonna well, do. Well, it is not. Um, it's not a ritual, though, right? Yeah, I say you can still. Okay, you can still move then. But if you if you do your your action to do anything else, it disrupts what you're doing. So I have to maintain concentration. But that would how would that be any different than any other magic user maintaining concentration? Because you have not cast this yet, right? You are in the you're you're in the middle of performing whatever you are doing. So it's not. It's not completed for you to maintain concentration. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, then I'm just going to... If I can't attack, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. Okay. I am, like, super intrigued by this right now. Okay, what so back, back to these and kegs here. Yeah, this one's going to move... Hmm, what do they do? What do they do? They could run away if you want. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be totally cool. I mean, Gozer might be a little upset, but... But Emily would be happy. Yeah, Emily's fine with that. Ancake 2 here, it just kind of turns its big head a little bit towards Gozer and, and Falsey, and it just opens its mandibles, kind of spread, and it just spits out this spray of poison 30 feet down this line that's going to hit both of you. Uh, are you sure you're counting those squares You properly guys are in line. Them? Yeah. Oh, One, you know what? Two, Bryn, uh, you were actually grappled by that first ankeg. Oh, wasn't I? So you were not able to move unless you wanted to use your action to escape the grapple. Disengage doesn't count. It's it, you're grappled. When you're grappled, your speed is zero. You'd have to break out of it. Sorry, I'm not understanding. Disengage doesn't count as breaking out of it? No. Okay. No. Dang it. All disengage allows you to do is to move away Right, without getting hit. So none so of my attack counts on that guy. So technically, yeah, your turn. Uh, rewind. So let's put you right back up there. Thus hit will still go. So. Uh, you just want to spray all three of us with poison in line. You put That would be great, yes. Right in line. <laughs> so it was Ankeg 1 that has you in its pincers. So if you want to use your action, you can still attack it though. Like you can still stab it with your rapier. And um, but you would still and escape? you would still just be grappled. No, no, no. Ugh. If you want to, if you want to escape, you that takes your action. Yeah, I want to escape. How do we determine if she's successful? She has to make a strength. She makes a strength or... saving throw, and I have there's a, a DC that she needs to beat. Okay. My strength is crap. Roll high. What's your strength? Eleven. I mean. Take a look at my stats. <laughs> but I don't have any bonus or anything. Yeah, I'm getting out of there. 14. 14, you're able to wrestle yourself out of its grasp, and now you now you can are free to use your cunning action to disengage it and back up where you were. Oh, yes, please. And out of line of the poison spray. <laughs> out of line of the poison. So, um, so How do you're know 11. Poison spray? Yeah, right. Your 11 damage did not happen, right? Because you didn't get that no, attack. But happen. otherwise, otherwise you're still in, in position. Okay. And now Ankeg 2 is going to still acid spray Gozer and Falzern. And roll a 1 and spray 1. You guys each make me a dexterity saving throw. 7. Oh, I thought it was a 1 from here. I was like, 16. Okay, so Gozer passes and Falzern fails. So Gozer, you'll just take half damage. So Falzern, you take 12 acid damage, and Gozer takes 6. Ouch, that hurts. Would my would shield as a reaction boost my dexterity roll, or is it only for AC? It's all, yeah, it's only, all it does, the spell text says boost your AC by 5. That doesn't help you with saving throws, unfortunately. You said uh, how much damage? 12 acid damage. And now the Ankeg 1 just moves into Gozer and tries to, tries to bite her. Uh, bites you for a, a adjusted 20 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> You're not raging yet, are you? No. Oh, no. 13 slashing and one acid, and you are grappled. So a total of 14 damage? Yeah. Leland, wipe that smile off your face. <laughs> He's really enjoying this. He's smirking every time he rolls. I like the grapple. I'm sorry. <laughs> After poor Sardo didn't get to do f*** all. Oh, didn't get to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get to beep. 
All right, Gozer, you're you're up. Okay, uh, Gozer's gonna true blow and try and break out of this grapple. Okay. As uh, fourteen. Yeah, breaks out. Then do I get the bonus action attack? Uh, raging is your bonus action. Okay, that's right. Okay. You can move if you want, I guess, but. Um. Yeah, you should move. You're just one space. Oh. You yes. want her to move out of the way of you? I'm gonna move. Okay. Here. He's got a look in his eye. I'm gonna move to the right a little bit. Get out uh, from in front of Falzrin in case of stray spellage. <laughs> wow. And and to more protect Thuft even. A tactically wise play, Gozer. Do you need to move any? Does she need to move? We can't metagame it. All right. No. All right, fine. Uh, okay, Falzrin, you're up. All right. So. Would we say that now the NKGs are in a straight line for me? <laughs> they look like it. Kind of. Yeah, now like that uh, NKG one has moved forward a little bit, they are kind of aligned up. All right, so Falzerin kind of reaches down at his waist, where he's got this little pouch with some trinkets in it. Pulls out a a rock, throws it on the ground, and I'm going to cast catapult and hurl this rock. A little teeny rock? It's not the size of the rock. <laughs> we got David and Goliath here. <laughs> it's how yeah, it's how well you sling it. <laughs> um I choose an object weighing a minimum of one and up to five pounds. And I fly it flies and I hurl it in a straight line ninety feet. Min- minimum of one pound? It says choose an object. Okay. That's, okay. that's okay. my that's text I inserted. There, well, it, I'll tell you right now, there's there's plenty of rubble around you where you didn't really... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> even need to, He's been even collecting need to pull that rocks. Rock your pack. Yeah. It was flavor. But thematically, okay. it's awesome. He pulls this little rock out, throws it on the ground, and then flings a different rock. Just to show that little rock that it didn't do its job. <laughs> <laughs> it just says an object weighing one to five pounds, so... Sure. Do you want me to read the entire text or just kind of paraphrase what it does? I'm assuming you make an attack roll. Yeah. Yeah, let's find out if you hit. Oh. Whoops. Twelve. That's a miss. Oh. As your as your <laughs> no. carefully collected and curated rock sails over the top of this anchor. <laughs> when he casts a spell like that and it misses, does it count as one of his used spell slots? It absolutely does. Oh wow. Does it? Uh, does is there half damage though on it at all? Well, actually. Or are we just it totally doesn't say just to make an attack it. roll. Um, well, Falzern, then why did you make you an attack roll? You said yes. Roll? I'm just used to doing that for every spell. I just asked you if it did. It's a dex. Well, read the f- spell text. Read the what spell text? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, It's dude. a dexterity saving throw that the okay. creature must make. So, no, okay. you don't do an attack roll if, if they do a and saving if it throw. Does not, Stra- straight line. If it does not... If it... Um, if, it's, if it saves, it takes half damage? If it saves, I think the object carries on. Yeah, if it saves it, basically the object. What I'm hoping to do with this spell is that it's sort of like cleave, basically. So I'm shooting a, an object towards them, and if the first target that's in my line of sight saves their deck save, the object carries on and can potentially hit the next person. Does that make sense? Uh, it doesn't. No, I, I understand what you're doing. So it, it failed its save, so it's going to take 3d8 bludgeoning damage from this rock. Okay. Holy crap. That's a good hit. Yeah, dog. Ooh, he rolled big. That would be 19. a 19. Okay, nice job. That is a big hit. It kind of knocks it back a little bit. Which but one? It's uh, still standing. I believe that was the first Ankeg so 1. That was the Ankeg 1 that's closest to you, Gozer. Only knocked it a little bit? Come on. Well, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't shove him back. It's just a little rock. It only moved him a little bit. It hurt him a big bit. I hope, yeah, I heard I hope a big so. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want to move? Those exoskeletons like barely hanging on. <laughs> um. No. No. I'm gonna stay where I am. Okay. So, Bryn, you're up. All right. No one's taking a. <laughs> now that I haven't hit the NKG two, let's get him again, or for the first time. Ooh, 18 to hit. That hits. I wish I had my sneak attack, man. I missed that. Should we use it? It's got to be in the dice tray. <laughs> Ten damage. Okay, good job. 
The first roll was an eight, but it jumped out of the dice tray, so. So Thuft, again, sidestep, basically switching spots with Gozer, kind of back and forth, they're just sidestepping each other. Steps to Gozer's left and shoots again with, with, his, long, with his short bow. And that one is a miss, unfortunately. So Shaft, uh, you're just continuing to do, do your I'm thing. I'm gonna say, is everybody okay? I think we're okay for now, Shaft. Thuff good, Thuff good. Oh, wait, one second. Mm-hmm. I know what Thuff already took his turn, but in my cunning action, if I use it to hide, will I get my sneak attack? Don't you get sneak attack or, or something when you attack somebody that's engaged with somebody else? Yeah, but I attack number two who's not engaged with anything. Right, but number one... I know. I should have now that I remember that. But can I hide from number two and then get... Yeah. Some... Okay. Go ahead. You can so try to hide behind my uh, cunning maybe action, one of these larger... I'm going to hide like right here behind this. I'll assume that it's like elevated or something. Okay. Make me a stealth check. Come on. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. Well, unfortunately, you yeah. hid behind one of Falzerin's fist-sized rocks and uh, not quite <laughs> obscured. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back back to the top as Shaft kind of yells out. Now, Ankeg 1 here is going to just move over a little bit. Opportunity kinda, attack? It kind of side... No, it's still engaged with you. It kind of side shuffles 10 feet and uh, kind of lines up Gozer and Thuff for its own acid spray. Oh, fun. Uh, Thuft fails. <laughs> oh, God. What are we rolling? Dexterity save. That's a... 21. That's a pass. So you'll take half damage again, Gozer. Is Thuft dead? You take four poison damage, Gozer. Uh, So Thuft takes eight. He was at two, so he is unconscious. Thankfully, that was not enough to outright kill him. How do you decide what's enough to outright kill somebody? If he took uh, damage uh, above... Like, if the rest of damage once he hit zero was above his maximum hit health hit points, he would be dead. Oh, okay. So if he had taken 13 damage from that poison, yeah. he would have been dead. Oh, okay. Like, outright just melted. Okay. For, oh, it's acid, actually. That's good to know. I never knew that. Sorry. No, that's that's a good question. Uh, so Ankeg 2 is going to... It, uh, it's going to burrow and kind of disappears under the ground there. Crap. Gozer. Um... Uh, I'm going to run up and try and bring my axe down on its head. Get him, Gozer. Fifteen. That hits. Okay, so bring my axe down on its head, and I'm going to split it wide open. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ten points of damage. You do just that as you... Woo! Because green goo oozes from your, your axe wound and it just kind of lifeless now in in this rubble and then i'm going that while then i'm going to run back to to theft Ah. can i pick him up uh nope okay falls i know the other one's gonna pop right back up again (laughs) no (laughs) yeah you know what i'm the only problem is that it's it's not a stupid nkeg choosing its actions it's leland (laughs) <laughs> it's a stupid Leland. <laughs> and Leland's too smart for my, always ready for my tricks. That's true. Yeah, why don't I... Shaft's chirping in while he's ritualizing. burn a spell slot if nothing happens. I can still hear everything. <laughs> yeah. I am I am going to... Um, whatever the term is, ready in action or hold in action uh, to cast Flaming Sphere basically as close to the location of where the second end kick burrowed so flaming sphere you have to choose a like a point is that what this the text like you target a point and then that's where it appears it appears in an unoccupied space of my choice within range and the okay. range is 60 okay feet. so i'll let you i'll let you ready in action to uh cast it uh should the second hand kick appear basically i'll let you ready to put it right beside wherever it pops up yeah that's my, as long that's of my... course it's within range of the spell yep so 60 feet is the range and are you going to move or are you going to stay tight? I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. All right, Bryn. So, Bryn, why don't you make me a perception check? I'm going to say, hmm, what do I do? My perception, like, 
I should have made that one of my whatever um, proficiencies. I only got uh, seven. Okay, well, seven is about what you rolled the first time you climbed up this this pile, and and uh, the same kind of scrutiny of which you apply to the, the rubble pile, and you now see more of that kind of like sunken in depression of of pieces of rubble. Great. As this kind of kind of ten foot path is of this sunken depressed depression in the rubble has formed towards you. Okay. Um, right in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Can I surprise it? You can try to hide again if you like. I'm just kidding. I really want like surprise damage. Um, Kick some of the rubble so that he jumps up <laughs> from his burrow. Okay. Can I move my three squares away? This. And then I think that is a smart idea. Can I like chuck a little rock over there to make it? Make it pop out at me and then attack it. Or does, yeah, you can. Does you it can not work? Try like to do that for sure. Yeah. Um, Just want to throw throw a piece of rubble at where it was. Yeah. Does that take up my action though? So I don't get. That would be your action. To, uh, to so throw then I don't thing. get an attack. But. Um, well, you can't see it now, anyways, right? There's nothing for you to attack. I think I'm going to try to hide again. Okay. Roll me. Uh, roll me a stealth check. Ten. I'm rolling terrible. Uh, now to Thuft, who makes a so did I hide throw. or not? You'll find out if should the Ankeg reappear. Thuft passes on his first death save throw. He rolls a thirteen. And Shaft, continue to do your thing. Uh, yeah. Once again, I'll say the same thing. Is, it, is everything all right? Thuft hurt. Okay, keep doing our thing. I'm, I'm <laughs> hiding, so I don't say anything. Okay, back to the top here. And you kind of just, again, feel beneath you kind of this, this these vibrations of this thing tunneling pretty close to the surface. And you can all make me a perception check now. Seven. Sixteen. Eighteen. So you all see, again, like almost like, you know... As it's moving, the de- this depression of the rubble just kind of sinks in, kind of behind where it appears to be tunneling, and like another kind of stretch of like ten feet of this depression from this caved-in uh, tunnel from which it's traveling moves towards uh, towards Bryn again. Gozer, can I let Falzerin go first this time? Um, no, because you've set the initiative. You have to make an uh, attack. Attack Falzerin. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm going to do a medicine check on um, Thuft. I got a healer's kit. I'm going to use it on him, which means I'm out of rage. Yeah, the, your rage will end at the end of your turn. Yep. But Thuft should be stabilized now. All right. Falzern. Well. I thought it would pop up. That was one spell slot wasted. I did what Bryn would do, which I'm is I'm going to use um, Mage Hand which is a cantrip, so I'm not going to waste any spell slots. And I'm going to try and pick up a small piece of rubble or even just, you know, tip over a precariously tipped or precariously um, situated piece of rock or something over towards... Where you see the sunken spot? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so that was moving towards Bryn, so it's kind of to the right almost directly to the right of where I am. Is that right? Where the, the sunken depression was moving? Yeah. So if you look at the map here, kind of in this area, about 10-ish feet still in front of where Bryn has moved to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would like him to pop up kind of farther away from us if possible. So I've got a 30-foot range. I'm going to use the maximum 30 feet of this and try and just make a bit of movement in the rubble. Um kind of to the right of us over towards the the building that's still erect on the other side of this kind of passageway and just see if I can move any of the rubble around and make some noise that might cause them to pop up. Okay, so I think your beach hand can pick up like something up, up to like 10 pounds or something, right? So you could easily like pick it up and send it. I think what's the range? 30 feet, I believe. It's a 30 you foot could range. basically have it carry like carry it 30 feet over it and then just, and just pretty much just drop it. 
Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, great. So you kind of want to, like, as far... So just, you know, a chunk of stone or whatever that's 5, 10 pounds, pick it up and carry it and then drop it over 30 feet away, kind of... Okay, great. Kind of right over the edge of this... Okay, excellent. Good job. Um, Okay, Bryn. The rubble doesn't change anything? Well, you're going to have to wait till the Anka gets to act again, right? But it didn't... Did it act again? It's not as turn. It acts, at the, it acts at the top, right? It moved again, and then now you guys all all get to do something. So you could you could ready a ready an arrow for it to pop up in that in that spot and just yes, please let an arrow go. Yep, I'm ready to uh, attack it once it pops up. And you're not moving. You're gonna stay where you are. I can try to hide better, can't I? Yes, you you can. Better than absolutely. I currently d- did. There we go. And that was using... Stealth check. Stealth check, yeah, I'm good. 24. Okay. If she had rolled lower, would it be a worse hide job, or would she get to use the previous one? Yeah, 12 or whatever it was. That's a good, that's a good question. I'd probably rule that she had like like shifted a little bit and kind of revealed more of herself, probably. Oh, if I rolled worse, I got you now. Yeah, if you had gotten worse. Okay, so Thuft, he's stabilized but unconscious. And then Shaft at the bottom, still doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not doing anything different. There's nobody is screaming. Everything seems nope. to be. No, it's kind of almost like this eerie, like silence, kind of yeah. has just settled as everyone's kind of waiting. We're like really yeah. listening and trying to hear every movement. And now the Ankhag goes and right where Falsey dropped this piece of rubble and made some noise, it just surfaced and it just kind of plows through the rubble here. Which will trigger Bryn's ready to action. Yeah. And I get sneaky deck if I hit it? You are successfully hidden from it, so it does not see you, so you get advantage. So, oh, so I get to roll 2d20s for attack? That's right. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, 21. Yeah, that hits. And since you have advantage, you get your sneak attack. Noise. 18. 18 is just enough to put an arrow right into the back of its, its giant chitinous head and it also just kind of slumps dead. Yeah, boy. You are now out of combat. Bryn looks over Sweet. at Falzern and she's like, thanks for using the mage hand. S- sorry you wasted your what was it? <laughs> your fireball. It was a flaming sphere, actually, Brent. Okay, sorry you wasted your flaming sphere. (laughs) Your great balls of fire. I wish it were a fireball that I was able to cast. So, Gozer, what are you doing with Thuff now? He's unconscious, but stable. Uh, Do I see any more signs of any more of these things? You can all uh, make another perception check. Eleven. Seven. Nine. My perception is so terrible. You don't feel any any more rumbling as if you don't detect any signs of something like continuing to burrow around you in the in the at least in the the close vicinity of you guys anyways. So which direction is the actual inside of the city? So on our map here it would be you guys moving up on this map. But really uh, in relation to the actual orientation of the world it would be you guys kind of moving east. Yeah, south, exact, thank you, southeast into this city. Shaft, are you still doing your thing, or what's happening? You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better. Give me just about four and a half minutes. (laughs) So can I pick Thuft up and walk over to here? So I'm just inside the city, just out of the rubble. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I want to do. Straight ahead into the left, Um, behind that. Yeah. Intact building. I carefully pick him up and gingerly carry him over there and softly set him down and pat his head. The obligatory head pat. I'm a little bit, like, weirded out by Shaft, and I'm like, that's disgusting. Do that, like, later. I'm staying put right where I am uh, because I'm still relatively close to Shaft, and also I'm not interested in knocking any rubble around and potentially you know calling another one of these end kegs from under the ground so i'm just gonna okay. s- i'm just gonna hang out where i am until shaft's ready to go 
Now, remember, I, I said I didn't feel good. I sit down for about five minutes. You guys were moving around up in the rocks, and that whole battle took about 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, true. So I'm going to wait another four minutes and 30 seconds. I mean, as far as you guys know, uh, I'm just not feeling well, other than Valsrin. Bryn's going to go take her time. I'll maybe... S- and I'm go gonna, to Gozer. I'm going to say um, to the rest of the party, guys, Shaft Shaft told me he just needs a little bit longer. Um, and then he'll hopefully feel better. So I'm just going to wait right where I am so I can keep an eye on him and make sure he doesn't get attacked by anything. Well, I'm going to go up ahead with Gozer and Thuft and just take my time so that I'm not waking any beasts up. Okay, so another about uh, five minutes goes by, and we're going to have to ask everybody but Shaft to, to leave the mic again. Okay. All right, so I looked over this um, from the save modifier. It, would you say that my knowledge of um, Isabella, I would say familiar, but do you want uh, our first hand, which would you believe? Uh, second hand means you've heard of the target firsthand. You have met the target and familiar. You know the target well. Um, I think firsthand. Okay, firsthand. So there's no additional modifier there. Uh, connection, likeliness, or picture, possession, or garment, or body part, lock of hair, small. I'm going to say the uh, scimitar. This would that be considered something that she hmm, that's interesting yeah I, I yeah okay that is a possession of hers okay so that would be negative 10 for the save modifier. to her check to her check yeah okay and i would i gave you a dc of 14 right yeah all right let's see here we go oh i guess uh yeah you're gonna take 10 yeah and she fails the wisdom saving throw okay so on a failed save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target. You can see in here through the sensor as if you were there. The sensor moves with the target, remaining within 10 feet for its duration. A creature that can see invisible objects sees a sensor as a luminous orb about the size of your fist. Okay. So you see... Kind of before you, and this lasts for ten minutes, right? So basically, you get you yeah. see ten minutes of activity of the right. target here, okay? And that's that's what you're main you maintain your concentration on, right? Like the ten minutes, basically. Yes. Okay. So you you see, you don't see Isabella. Uh, what you actually see is this large, hulking woman, grayish, dark skin. And when I say I like large, like like ogre size, mm-hmm. and you see her kind of bent over in this in this, uh, it, it does look like another cave, kind of similar to to where you had originally found the that scimitar, right? And she's kind of bent over this this long table, uh, seemingly casting a, a ritual of her own, and she's kind of binding together all these 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 like creature pieces and kind of mixing them in into this big bowl she has and and the ritual does like last basically the entirety of, of this this 10 minutes maybe you've caught her kind of mid ritual and at the very end of kind of this big puff of black smoke kind of clouds out of this bowl and you kind of see even within this cloud these uh, almost like they're like moving shadows within the blackness of this smoke, and they kind of form the swirling mass of forms kind of in and out of taking shape, and they just kind of suddenly just suck right back into the bowl. It's not a very large bowl. It's not like a big cauldron, right? It's it's um, maybe a diameter of a couple feet, but like f- out of it, you kind of see this big webbed hand kind of reach out of the bowl and grab the table that is resting on and as if something is just clawing out of this bowl that couldn't possibly hold something as large as what is crawling out of it and it kind of slips out and finally topples over the bowl as as this this large uh, woman figure steps back and what fully comes out fully formed as it stands up is this giant 
it looks like a giant toad, like almost like a blimped up, like blown up version of, of the grung that you had encountered in the forest, but much, much uglier and just like slick with slime. And again, like large, it stands almost as tall as, as this womanly figure. And then you hear just a single sentence she utters, Now, go find him. And then your, your ten minutes kind of expires on, on this scry spell that you've cast. Um, do Am I familiar enough with what this does? This is the first time I've ever used this, this token. Um, to, be, to know that this um, creature that I just saw, the, the womanly creature, would be, a, would be Isabella Good in another form? Or do I, I know this, how this thing is supposed to work. Do I feel that it's not working correctly, or do I feel that I know what's happening here? You have... Why don't you roll me an insight check? Ooh, crit. You, yeah, you get the very, very strong feeling that this is, this is the real Isabella, this form that you've, you've seen. And clearly she has been, been putting on this guise from the moment you've, you've met her. And probably to everyone else in, in the city of Zexa as well. And that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at EncouragableParty.com or reach out on social media. The Encouragable Party on Facebook and Instagram at EncouragablePar on Twitter using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout out during our behind the screen After Party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!